Welcome to Midwest Con 2023. I'm Rob Richardson. I'm your host. It's an honor to be here. Honor to also work with BSL Group, who is teaming up with us to do this live podcast. Many of you know if you watch the podcast Disruption Now, uh, we have conversations that talk about disrupting common narratives and constructs that really challenge how we think about things. And today is not going to be any different. With me as my guest is Javier Viana. If you believe we can change the narrative, if you believe we can change our communities, if you believe we can change the outcomes, then we can change the world. I'm Rob Richardson. Welcome to Disruption Now. AI is no different from, from the data that we have. It's just a matter of uh, condensing it in a certain way and providing the right outputs for that, uh, for a particular task, right? But um, it would be, uh, if, if I can explain it, this is a very common uh, example, right? It's like a box. Get things inside, process them, and, and cook it, and then process and get an output, something right. out of it. Who's um, cooking? Cooking. Who's cooking? That's, a good question. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> yes. Um, so it, it's, it's a, usually, uh, well, you can host um, uh, your, your AI in cloud, you can have it in your, your local uh, PC. It's usually a computer, right? Uh, something, a program, that, an executable program, uh, an algorithm, right? Uh, right. That, is, that is running through all the different steps that you have there. Um, but it's just following the recipe. Like all these uh, little things that you do inside that, that final great deal. And that's what you So your passion is the pursuit of knowledge. Make sure it sounds like knowledge is shared emanated among humankind, which mm-hmm. I share that. And I, I believe we share the, the passion for innovation, sharing of that knowledge. So it's, it, I know for myself and for you, there's a lot of excitement about this new intrigue about artificial intelligence and technology, but there's also some concern. So I'd like to talk to about what you are doing with reason. So what problem is reason trying to solve? Yeah, so before I get to that, perhaps sure. I can just give a brief overview. Yeah, what is reason? Yeah, or, or even before reason, I would say, what, what is the current state of AI? And okay. what, what are we facing right now? Right? Because that would, that would locate a little bit more. Sure. Um, like, right now, we are, we, are, we are facing a global emergence. I, I, I said this recently. A global emergence? Yes, in okay. terms of AI, I think we are, we are reaching a point where uh, we are abusing of black box AI, which we call it, it's opaque AI, uh, that we don't Black understand. Black box, opaque AI. Okay, yeah, explain, it's like, explain that definitely. It's not transparent. Like, it's, it's, it's basically um, something that we don't understand the way it is asserting. Like, it's becoming a bigger problem because the models we are using. The is, example you used earlier, cooking, we don't know it would be a, what's yeah, cooking and what the materials food, are that yeah, are being used to cook. Exactly. And like, um, how these ingredients are combined. It's a great dish at the end, and it's beautiful, and it tastes as you want and everything, but, but the way you reach that output is usually uh, concerning, because uh, there's a lot of mathematical operations behind the scenes, and um, there's not a clear path to that. Uh, and, and humans, we are having a hard time understanding uh, or you know, verifying these outputs. Because when you start implementing AI into important uh, capabilities and you, you start deciding whether, what, what is the amount of oxygen you are administering to a certain patient in a hospital, in, a, in an intensive care unit, using an AI, and, and that patient dies for whatever reason, uh, you, you, you wanna know why. You wanna know what were the inputs that triggered this result and how, right? And, and those things, I think, uh, we, we are not 
taking care of them right now. Everybody's right. focused on performance. Everyone's focused on how can you get the great, the, the most exactly. uh, the most output in the quickest manner. Yes. The most efficient manner. Yes. Not yes. the most ethical manner. Not the most transparent manner. Uh, That's true. Right. And why do people? I'm with you. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no worries. How do we get people to care about that? Right. We we are in a we're in a society, and I I'm not disagreeing with you that it's important. I I'm with you. Right. We're having this conversation, but of course we're in a society that believes in fast results, mm -hmm. quick returns, and more returns. Yeah. So how are we making the case that this is this is something that you should pay attention to like how are we making that case given we know that balance we yeah. know we know the push the, what you said is absolutely true yeah it's essential to understand what's going on but but why um well when when you are using ai and you're starting to do inference with the ai you can you can have biased decision making uh, a lot like not not just decision making but like the inference itself could be biased in a certain way and, and what i'm trying to say is that if we have explainability in, in an AI system, we can detect bias, for example, on things like that, right? If, if we are not uh, aware of what's happening and there's implicit, you know, uh, bad things going on, yes. uh, um, those are gonna have, you know, the, 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 the end user is gonna suffer them. And, yes. and, and we might not see that suffering right now in the short term, but as we implement it more and more and we start integrating AI in every single you know, um, day to day um, task, uh, I think we're gonna see it ourselves. We, we are starting to see it, you uh, know, in, in some, some you know, um, social media. I'm about to say, I think we've seen, I mean, to you, I was going, you were getting right to my, you, were, you must, we must be on my way <laughs> here. Like, yeah. we have seen it, like mm -hmm. it's, it's not, we, we, we have seen the destructive nature of what an algorithm that we don't understand, that we don't know, yeah. uh, can affect us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what, what's obviously new is that it's, it's now exponentially yeah. <laughs> able to yeah. produce things at a level. So, you know, with social media alone, uh, I've said this on my past podcast, it literally uh, exacerbates the worst conditions of human nature sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the vanity of ourselves, the, uh, the, uh, the ability to be jealous, to divide amongst one another, because what the algorithm is doing is very simple with social media. Their goal is not, their goal isn't enlightenment. Their goal isn't to encourage uh, us to get together in society. It's not to inform. No. It's, 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 it is to get you engaged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so the goal is to get clicks and the goal is to trigger you and the goal is to keep you coming and they're gonna repeat what you want to see, which isn't necessarily all, which, which doesn't necessarily align with the truth, doesn't necessarily align with what's even best for you, mm -hmm. but it keeps you entertained. Yeah. And people like that until they don't. And we've seen what ha what's happened with elections and things like that, so you're right. So what other problems can you foresee not having transparent, explainable AI? Well, um, it's many of them, right? But um, especially when you start connecting AIs together and, and like you allow them to operate uh, based on the outputs of the previews and, and keep building this chain, right? Um, th that this is called multimodality. Uh, and and you, can, you can face uh, a, a, an output that has been processed in a lot of different ways, but you have no, absolutely no idea 
how this output, like it's it's literally like a being. It, we can think of AI as a as a type of um, living creature okay. that is is not. It doesn't need oxygen like us. Right. It's it, it's like it's something that, and, and there's a lot of researchers that believe that there's that level of consciousness already achieved in, in many AI sure. models. Uh, but but the problem is that. I want to back up. I want to back up. You said a lot there. If I can, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure we can explain this to a way the people that the, I, I need to understand. Like you've, you've, because uh, I know you're deep into this research, and I want to make sure the audience understands. So I like to use analogies to make sure, sure I understand. You talked about multiple uh, morality, mm -hmm. and I think that how I'm understanding it is basically you have a lot. Of, it's like raising a child, mm -hmm. let's say. And you put a lot into that child, and you, we don't know if there's uh, you're teaching that child bad habits, and it's compounding on itself to create yep. a new entity that can cause a lot of damage in the world, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? And it, I, I, it seems like that can be a good analogy for what you're saying. Like we don't know how the data, what's happening, and that's going to create this entity that's going to create more problems for us because we didn't look uh, look at it look at it on the front end to be transparent. Yes, yes, is that it, correct? It, it kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of. I'm sure it's not a perfect analogy. No, no, no. But it, it explains it very well. So so now now that we have, we we can agree that there's this big issue, right? Um, and we can see it more and more every day. Um, now, how do we solve it? That's the question, right? That's how, the question. How how can we? You ask the question. I'm I'm interested. <laughs> There's not clear, not a clear answer, um, and the reasons are various. One of them is like, we, you know, it's a very complex mathematical problem. Sometimes the AI is advancing very fast. You always need to keep up to date with the current technologies. But one way to solve it, and, and the one we are working on at Reason, is uh, trying to study what's going on inside the model. Uh, of, you know, you have your AI. We can think of it as the box. It has been trained. Um, there's other people that are trying to create new boxes that are transparent from the ground up, but that's difficult to scale because okay. everybody's using already Correct. neural networks and like Correct. very complex. So there's the things. one there's the one solution. So it's I think it's important to understand the problem you're trying to solve. Mm -hmm. The problem you're trying to solve is how do you make AI more transparent? Mm -hmm. And you say the one way is people are trying to create new models, which you say seems to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, not crazy, but whatever. Very challenging. It's given, challenging. Given that the infrastructure is already there, it's like trying to build a new nation. That's what, what I did for my PhD, for example. And a lot of academia, uh, academic people are, are working on that end as well. Uh, but it takes right. a lot, and industry hasn't adopted any of these paths. Right. Sometimes it takes a whole year to develop something. Yeah, it's like building. I tell people, like, because I do a blockchain, but exactly. it's, there's similar stuff in that if you want to build a new blockchain network, you got to build a whole new yeah. highway or a whole new nation, and that's mm -hmm. that's a lot to start from. But you're saying integrated with the current infrastructure. Let's take whatever it's already pre-trained, yeah, okay, and, and try to make it more transparent. Your technology would take current technology that's out there in AI and mm -hmm. make it transparent. So let's say everyone's talking chat GPT, of course, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as if that's the only generative model there ever was. But yeah. it's, that's, that's just what it is, because that, that, that was the first to get the conscious of the public and made it uh, mm -hmm. in a user-friendly way. Theoretically, would, would um, Reason be able to pierce into that uh, 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 algorithm, if you will, to be able to tell the public this is actually what's going on behind the black box. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, is that is that is that what you're looking? That's at? the that's the ideal scenario. We're going towards that. Um, where we work right now is on the smaller problems, the 
classical neural networks that have been used in a variety of applications that, you know, the medical use case that I was telling you about, prediction yeah. of oxygen, for example, and trying to explain what were the inputs that triggered this result and how each of the inputs contributed. And from there, you can tell a lot. You can tell whether, you know, one of the inputs uh, was uh, contributing too much and perhaps you were biasing the entire reasoning. Um, you can tell whether... Um, this combination of inputs in this particular way was leading to a, a, a wrong outcome or, or a less confident outcome. Uh, if that right. you can trust more the, the 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 output if you understand that logic, right? And and we well we go towards that that direction of applying it to ChatGPT and generative AI. But right now we are working on like more classical problems. You have a big neural network, huge sometimes millions of parameters. It's doing a great job predicting or whatever you want, right? But but you don't understand why those predictions are being made like that and, and, and you want to have that level of transparency. And that's becoming now a, a requirement in many in many places. In Europe, for example, um, well, the GDPR and the AI Act are... The GDP, explain what that is. General Data Protection Regulation. It's, it's a very uh, popular um, uh, regulatory framework in Europe um, for, for AI practitioners because it's uh, kind of... Um, Making us design AI in a different way, if that makes sense, more transparent. Right. I'm, I'm yeah, working yeah. Whereas the US is like, do whatever you want, right? It's now, still, right? it's, it's, <laughs> taking, it's taking a while, but I think there's going to be more regulations coming into play over the next years, and we're going to see them. Um, I think they are necessary, right? Um, especially when we start, uh, you know, using AI for for taking uh, decisions that may affect human lives. That's absolutely right. So, yes. <clears throat> so yes. Um, so that's the reason. Just. Hold that thought because I want to just. Sure, sure. I think when you think about why this is so important, this is not just entertainment. There's also reasons to not want to do false entertainment and things like that because entertainment can lead to things. But you're talking, we're talking serious decisions. You know, we're we're going to use AI. I know we we're going to have someone from uh, Talis on to talk about that. We use AI within the battlefield. We already do. And yeah. How are how we evaluating those decisions that AI is making? Is it just about what's the most efficient? It's not necessarily what's the most humane. Yep. Uh, so those are things we have to grapple with. You talked about medical uses. We're, we already use people don't know. We are, we're already using we're using AI a lot. Of people we yeah. already have been much more yeah, than chat, chat, chat GPT. Deciding whether you have credit or or you get yep. credit or not, for example. Who gets credit or not? Well, I'm, I'm based on what were the inputs that you know. Yes. How, how those inputs played. Like you uh, said, sometimes they're biased. They are. They are biased often, right? And I, I want to make a point here, if you don't mind, sorry for interjecting. No, but go. Th there's several types of bias. You, you can have bias in the data, right? Like, the data is biased in many ways uh, in the world. And you can have great software engineers, feature engineers, working hard to make sure that it's clean and balanced and like perfectly leveled so that when you put the AI in place and you train the algorithm, it's the best quality data that you can have. You can do so much, always. But then the learning of the AI itself, because the AI learns, you have to train it. it yes. At the very beginning, it's everything initialized randomly, but you train it over time. At the, uh, at the learning stage, you can implicitly extract bias, or even if you have done a great job in the feature engineering and the cleaning, you can still generate biased reasonings, because the learning Absolutely. happens very randomly. And right now, there's really no way for us to understand whether your inference is being biased or not. You have done a great job in the feature engineering. Your data is clean, you know that. But now, when you train your AI and you're making inference, you might not actually get a 
you, 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 you might get to a biased so, reasoning. So hold on, let me, you're saying, because I think often, I, I think the case is the, the data is actually, is biased because people that enter, that enter the data are biased, right? So there's a, you know, one of the... Well, the, the hardware as well, as well, the sensors. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about human bias, but like... That, that's what I'm trying to understand. So that's my question I'm getting to. You're saying, you're assuming that uh, the input has, the people that they're actually entering the data, inputting the data, have taken precautions to make sure that it's not biased and, and done things intentionally that way. Mm -hmm. You're saying even then, after that's happened, it can still come up with a biased decision. Yeah, yes, exactly. Even after the taking of the data, after the processing of the data and having it clean, you can still get bias in the AI. And that's because the learning, it's very random, very stochastic. If you train another AI later on the same data, you're gonna have a different AI. And it's gonna have some difference. That difference is bias. You know, I, I mean, not directly, but, but um, in a way, uh, you, you, can, you can start getting different outputs in different ways and, and one AI might be considering some things more, another one, some other things differently. That different process, it's just like you, right. and, my, uh, you and me, we, we, we are understanding whatever problem we are talking about in different ways. Sure. And we can both give a similar answer. It's not gonna be the same. We are taking into account different things in Absolutely. our brains. So that difference, that's the one I'm talking about. There's no way right now, no way for us to really see what's that reasoning. And that's what we do at Reason. So how do you, how do you, uh, it's, it's, first of all, it's admirable work and I appreciate it. We are trying. I don't know if we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, 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 you There's you, not a lot of people working on this. No, answer. there's not. Difficult, it, we have to educate the people. That's, that's what exactly I'm saying. That's exactly right. So it's not a market like, yeah, we're predicting, you know, this or that. No, we, we are trying to do this, but nobody is. Uh, no, it's, it's important work, but this is what I'm getting to, right? It's, you're going up against the current, uh, the current trajectory of let's figure out how to commercialize this yeah, and worry about all that performance. later. Like, let's worry about, let's worry about ethics, let's worry about transparency after we made $10 billion, right? Yeah. How do you balance against that? Like, really, like, what is your message against that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it, it's, it's all part of what we wanna leave to the next generation of, mm. of people because when they are facing huge infrastructures that are already in, in big companies functioning very well, and then you have the problem of transparency bias or whatever, uh, and, and really replacing all that and like leaving them with that burden, I think it's a, it's a big issue. So, you know, AI is gonna stay for us. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, we're, we're AI's here, like. And, and it's gonna be in, every single thing you can think of that has an electronic circuit, yeah. like even light bulbs. This, this room is gonna be controlled, the, the light intensity is gonna be controlled by the conversation and the, the measuring how well the conversation is going and maybe go a little lower when, you know, th those kind of things. We're gonna see it everywhere. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just a matter of time. So, like being able to really trace that reasoning is essential. It can make a difference, yeah. like in, because, the way I like to think about it is, if we are taking decisions based on an output that we don't understand how that processing happened, who's really taking the decision? Mm. The human or the machine? That's, so a couple things on this. Like one, I've talked about this in the past, talked about it two years ago. I think it's important for us to continue to innovate, but I think your, 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 your best case 
that you put forward in terms of people that are focused on the return is this. If we don't build trust within AI, mm -hmm. you can get a reaction in the opposite direction. In the opposite. Where, where, right, where people, there's a mass just uh, backlash against innovation in AI that really puts us behind because we, we live in a democracy and, and at the end of the day, if you know, people decide that they want to elect leaders that say no AI at all because we don't trust it, that can cause greater damage. So I would say building trust right now is is paramount to make sure that we can continue to innovate. My line, sometimes it's hard to tell people that your building could be on fire until it gets on fire, mm -hmm. which is the hardest challenge, right? Yeah. People, people like it's not sexy to put out put out fires, uh, but it's it's better. But people only uh, only focus on putting out fires, I should say, versus actually preventing them. Yeah. And what you're trying to do is prevent it. And I guess we got to just find people that really understand how big of an issue this could be. Mm -hmm. So I have another question with this. What does happen when the algorithms know us better than we know ourselves? Is that a good thing or mm. is that a bad thing? Well, I mean, it's, it's just like any other technology, I guess. It, it, it depends, if, if I may clarify a little more the question, are you sure. asking whether the algorithm is learning information about us that we don't know or, or what, what do you what do? You it's a good question. I would just say, if the algorithms actually know us better than we know ourselves, like like telling us like, you, you should go for a weekend in the, I don't know in a lake or sure. whatever, or like advising us to do something that we never thought of that maybe it's yeah. what we want but no. Have you seen? I'm gonna give you an example. So let me give you a concrete example since we're gonna go into a weird alternative yeah. Black Mirror universe. Okay. So uh, there was this um, show on Netflix and. Uh, it was called, I think it's called The One. I've never seen it. Okay, it's fine. I, I, I was lost on a weekend doing something. I don't know, uh, I somehow found extra time that I ne never had and decided to go into well, well, so, what was it. About? it what it was about is the, it was using essentially artificial intelligence and some type of data algorithm to say, to help you find who your actual quote unquote match, match. or one was. Right, and so you have people that are already with significant others and other things, and they got curious and got on this, and then it got them to leave their stuff. That's a wild thing, but some of them were content before that. But when they went into this, kind of like social media, people looked at like, oh, I can look on here, and you know, I look, and there's now there's now ten thousand options. It's not really ten thousand options, but you feels that way. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Is that a good thing for us? That the algorithm might know what motivates you, what triggers you, mm -hmm. and it might do what social media has done in an amplified yeah. way. Yeah, I think I, I understand the question. Okay, yes. so sorry, I was a long. No, no, no. It was it was <laughs> it was right on on, on point. But um, yeah, I, I like to clarify because I have a different idea no for this one. And uh, so. You're a researcher, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you figure out Scientist. every angle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but seriously, I think it's, um, you know, it, it helps to have some sort of like um, automated decision making in your life for sure. But I'm a very, very classical person. I like to have some, you know, uncertainties every now and then. And there are some things that, you, you, you I don't know, I don't like automating. Um, but, but yeah, I guess, it, it really depends on where you want to use the AI. But I guess we, we are more concerned about AI being used for our own things. But you really, AI is, is in many other like processes that doesn't directly impact our lives, maybe right away. Like 
maybe on the guidance navigation and control of, of an air, uh, I don't know, like an airplane, perhaps, you know, but, but like you, you have a lot of like, like maybe remaining useful life prediction of like different components that you have in the aircraft or like there's so that are out there. All the systems are starting to integrate AI. Yeah. Uh, and really the ones that you're talking about, I guess it's, it's more like on, on, on our, they, they might change our, the course of our life, I guess, right? To some yeah, I, I think they could. I these mean, small ones this, now. Yeah, these are small ones now. Uh, you know, I say that dramatic example, it yeah. could, you know, never like happen. Finding or whatever, because I, I, I worry less about, uh, you know, Terminator, people like a Terminator and stuff, I, and Matrix. I don't think, per se, that's what it's going to turn into. Every time I have a conversation and explain about AI, it, it always diverts. Yeah, of course, Terminator. it always goes there. But I know better than to go there. I'm not yeah, going yeah. to have a Terminator conversation, yeah. I promise. So, uh, it's a, I don't think that that's the likely future. Uh, what is possible, though, is that, because I, I, I'm seeing how social media has already got people used to it. I'm not anti-social media. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm pro-social media, but I'm pro, what I like to say, I'm pro-informed consent. Mm -hmm. What I informed believe has happened with a lot of social media is that we did not have informed consent. At least not for the AI part. No, not for the AI. We did no. not know if that yeah. an algorithm was being... Which information and how. Yes. So that, that's, that's what we were trying to Exactly. Achieve. That's I, what I was trying to get to. Yes. yes. I, I, hopefully, I mean, that's also perhaps one of the main reasons why we are doing this is exactly. to raise awareness about like... Uh, this technology, and there's other people that are building other technologies that I believe can help um, advanced transparency in, in AI, but, but really what we are building at Reason, I think it's, it's a step forward on that, um, like really giving the power to the user, to the final user and to the you know, end customer that, that can understand how certain inference uh, or predictions are being made, right? Yeah. And I think that's very valuable. That, that's the value, right? At the end of the day, you wanna make sure how everything happened. It's about, again, going back to informed consent. Yeah. Like I believe when we got on social media and everything else, it was originally to connect with our friends and to know what's going on with our friends and others. And it evolved into, I mean, I guess it evolved into media. I like to say, you know, even though I'm a media person, I try not to be a clickbait person. Uh, maybe that's why I don't have 10 million followers, but it is, <laughs> it is what it is. But I'll say that Often media is to the mind what sugar is to the body, oftentimes. Mm -hmm. Particularly news, right, and how we consume it. News is to the mind what sugar is to the body. It's, you get it, you get a hit form, and it, you know, it feels good emotionally for a second, but then it, then it really drags you down. And that's what social media a lot has done with people, and they don't realize it, yeah. right? And, they don't, and I think the challenge is how do we have informed consent? I'm not saying get rid of social media. I'm not saying get rid of AI. We're saying together, how do we create a more transparent world where people understand the decisions that they're making and are, are, are truly given the autonomy? Because I feel as if you're saying, if we don't do this, uh, we're gonna have less autonomy and less understanding of the world that's happening around us. That is correct. I think, I think so too. And it's, it's essential, right? Um, We'll see where it goes. I mean, with, with all this integration of generative AI, uh, awareness in AI has, has increased significantly, and I think it's, it's gonna be going in that direction, right? Okay. Everybody's gonna request it, I guess. A couple of rapid fire questions as sure. we get ready to wrap up. Yeah. Um, 
What does the legacy of Javier look like? Of my legacy? Oh my gosh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm in my uh, late 20s. I don't know yet my legacy, but... Well, but that's why I want you, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, my, my biggest uh, academic life has been focused on explainable AI, uh, working with Dr. Kelly Cohen uh, and, and other people as well. But um, if, if I can do anything that is meaningful, I believe it might be within the field of explainable AI. That's also why I'm, I'm trying to do reason and, and, and all this. Um, it, it just makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Next question. L if you had a, a theme. I don't know if I answered very well. No, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's good. You answered honestly. <laughs> if you had a theme that was the, it's, uh, the story of your life or the saying, what would that saying or theme be? The, um, I have one that I really like. Uh, it's, not from, uh, it's not mine. Uh, but uh, the world is like, uh, it's like a book. And those who do not travel only read one page. Oh, that that's sense? good. Yeah. That's good. So the world is like a book, and those who, all, who don't travel is like reading one page. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I think it's really important to travel and really to get to know different cultures and understanding how they, they work, how they, how they socialize, how they do everything. And, and from there, you can learn so much and get new ideas. Every time I travel, I get inspired, and uh, many of my biggest ideas have been uh, a consequence of a, of a great trip. Oh, I completely agree. Uh, I, you know, I tell people, I spent a lot of my 20s traveling, <laughs> and, um, and if I could go back, if, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have spent it any differently. Like, there's nothing mm -hmm. more valuable than experiences. Like, if, you, if you have $10 billion and you haven't traveled, you don't have any wealth. Mm -hmm. You just, in fact, you're a prison of, what you, of, your, of your resources because mm -hmm. traveling is the most transformative thing. I agree it with is. you. Connecting with cultures, it's really what, it's why we do Disrupt Art too, and it's because it, we want to connect with creators all across the world. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, to me, understanding and learning cultures is just interesting, but to your point, when you're in a foreign environment, it forces your brain everything into another. Is, yeah, the brain is like a, it's like a it's sponge. sponge. It, it absorbs everything. Yeah, and if you don't get used to that plasticity, it's, it, it starts to be more rigid. That's exactly right. And, and if it's funny because the people that I've met in my, at least in my in my life, that are very you know not flexible. Usually they haven't traveled that much. Yeah, uh, and 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 what you have to guard against, and you know, as we advance in age, that we don't become so rigid. You know, mm -hmm. it's uh, a guest of my podcast, Rodney Williams, said this. He said the most important skill to his success was learning how to learn, mm -hmm. and you know, learning is a constant journey. Yeah. And uh, the, the challenge when people gather a little bit of knowledge, because none of us have a ton. Even the smartest of people have a very small corner of knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you get, when you have success, you then become hardened to actually understanding new perspectives, which is yeah. why going to a new country humbles you because you realize this is, you don't know any of this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know any of the culture. You don't understand any of the language. The history. All, for all of your knowledge, you are a baby here. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, that humbling reminder when you stand in front of the ocean of how small you really are. Yeah. Uh, and when people lose that perspective, they lose their way. Even you know, Albert Einstein, one of, my, one of my favorite people in terms to learn from, and obviously a genius, and he was a humanitarian, uh, but uh, he didn't see the next evolution of physics. He actually rejected it, right? Uh, even though he was the founder of it, 
he rejected that that was coming because again rigidity can go in the mind once you have something so i think that's the challenge to everyone is mm-hmm. to is to keep that perspective and uh and uh and a humble perspective when it comes to knowledge all right uh, I agree. yes so like all right so final question yeah all right you have three advisors mm-hmm. for business and life who are these advisors and why paul mccartney the first one who's that paul mccartney okay yeah. why um I think he's he's been so creative and really creativity uh, to me. I think it, it, you, you build that ability to be creative. Uh, you, you can be, you know, born you know with with more or less capabilities to be creative, but really, uh, to me, humans are are excellent in in creativity, and it's really what's thriving us and everything. Uh, so I I think Paul has huge amount of creativity, and I. Right. I, I I, I really admire him for that. Um, so yeah, um, I also like writing songs and music. So I oh, you're a musician. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm a very right. bad music, but you know. All right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to drop some music on Disrupt Art on the platform. All right, we're gonna have to uh, one of your creative sides. We're gonna get you to drop some music. All right, now that I know this, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you something if you want, but don't play it. <laughs> don't play it in life at least. Um, but and then I don't know. Um, yeah, my mother for sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. And my mother would be on my list too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, who else? Who else? It's well, that's three. That's pay. three. You're not. You don't have to. Doesn't that's mean you don't okay. love the other people. You know. I, I mean, I'm sure there's there uh, <laughs> Meredith. I'm sure Dr. Cohen would be on the list. There's lots of, of other people that have been yeah. helpful. And you know, in, in, our, in both of our lives. I yeah. If I start getting personal, hard question. Yeah, you'll yeah. just you'll be there forever. <laughs> I wanted you just to go with the with the top three. Okay. But. Well. Javier, I'm just gonna leave it there, Paul. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Javier, it's been a pleasure. Pleasure I'm as glad well. Glad you come yeah. on. Thank you for inviting Look, me. Yeah, we're here at MidwestCon 2023. Rob Richardson with Disrupt Art. You know, we're taping at the Digital Futures Building. It's been an honor to have Javier uh, Vienna. His company is Reason. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you understand explainable AI and what it means. But until then, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much.